Welcome back to another episode of Mom's Corner Office. Thank you guys so much for always tuning in. And today we have Marquise in the building. Yes, Marquise, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yeah, can you tell uh, my listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do? Sure. I am a loan officer. I work at 719 Lending, yes. and I'm also the executive assistant and office manager for our company. You're the so. best. <laughs> you get everything well, done. I and try. And you respond in such like a timely manner. I'm oh, like, well, how does she have time to do all the things? But you do them. I try. Yeah. I try. I definitely fall short, but I definitely try. You do a great job. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. And so you have kids too, right? I do. I have two. I I have a daughter who will be 16 oh, in wow. uh, March, and then my son turned 13 in September. So, oh, wow. yeah, dual That's teenagers. A fun <laughs> <age>. <laughs> they are. They're actually they're incredible. So oh, uh, I awesome. I love it. Yeah. So how long have you been in the business? So I actually got into it as a real estate agent oh, nice. um, in 2020. So it was a little crazy, right? But I loved it. I was. Highly successful. Yeah. I actually was working with a different agent at the time as sort of like his buyer's agent and listing agent uh, yeah. because he was doing another career at the same time. So he was actually like a PA. Oh, nice. So I developed relationships with a bunch of people. He was super cool to let me, you know, we had an unofficial team, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So it was super fun. That's really cool. I didn't I, know that about you. Yeah. Oh so I had a ton of experience packed into one year, yeah. which has been awesome, even in the lending side, yeah. right? So I switched over in 2021 um, to lending. What made you want to switch? So it's actually sort of a funny little story. I had a listing where El Paso County labeled the house as a modular home. Oh, okay. It was actually a manufactured. Uh um, And so that, for people who don't know, that dramatically affects your interest rate. Right. And so the buyers who came, they're actually pre-approved through 719 lending. Yeah, yeah. And they were going through the whole process. It was listed as, you know, modular or whatever. And so once they got into it and they were under contract, they ended up finding it. We ended up finding out that it was actually manufactured because of the Mm. appraisal. Mm. And so I was like... Ah, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, because it's different, right? Uh-huh, like, yeah. and especially if they're VA or something like that, then. Well, it also causes, like, if you're already on the edge for your DTI, oh. if your interest rate increases, yeah. even sometimes by half a point, yeah. that can push you out of being approved anymore, right? Right, right. So that's sort of, we were getting close to that, and it was going to cost them money for the same rate that they initially were looking at. Right. Um so Patty Galserin was actually the loan officer on yeah. that file. She was amazing through the whole thing. And the the buyer wasn't too thrilled. The the buyer's agent <laughs> wasn't very happy. But through the whole thing, like I, I handled it really well, yeah. like everything like that. But I was really impressed with the way that 719 handled the whole yeah. situation and being kind and informative and, you know, everything like that. So yeah. after that deal, Patty was like, hey, you ever interested into like you know possibly doing lending like you know whatever yeah and so we talked for a little bit ended up I came in one day just to help her out Tim was like hey let me talk to you for a second yeah and And you've been here ever since I've been here ever since (laughs) so my role has changed uh so I've been here 
little over two and a half years. Wow. So July will be three years. And uh, do you prefer this better than being a real estate agent? So there's there's pros and cons to both. Right. right? So I loved like the looking at all the different houses like as as cliche as that is like (laughs) it feeds my inner like interior decorator heart that's exactly what I'm talking about yeah Yeah. and I love the time that you get to spend with the clients so you know like it's a lot of time a lot of conversations I love building that rapport and that relationship I've since flipped that into my lending side. I was going to say, I think that you could still do yeah. that on the lending side. It's just you're just not as in person. So a lot yeah. of times I don't see them until closing. Right. So when I'm showing up to closing, I'm like, ah. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's you. <laughs> you look like your driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. You know, so that's, uh, but yeah. But now I get sort of the best of both worlds because I'm doing the client relationship but I'm also building the relationship with the listing agent and the right. buyer's agent yeah and so it's really cool yeah. um, you know because we pride ourselves on doing a lot of communication a lot of calling yeah. and so everybody knows what's going on yeah that's really cool because so. there are some lenders where you're like man where are you like <laughs> excuse me are you live <laughs> I know are you real where did you find this lender you know? uh, unfortunately yeah. I mean you have people on both sides right real estate yes. agents and lenders yes like, not everybody has the same level of care, right. but that's just what we, what we strive to do. Yeah, absolutely. Totally cool. Well, I speak a lot to like first time home buyers mm-hmm. and first time They're my sellers. favorites. They are, <laughs> you know, like they're so, I don't know. I like it because it gives us an opportunity to like educate people, mm-hmm. you know. Well, so, and change like trajectory of lives, right? Because yes. a lot of times they don't have the information they weren't taught, they weren't yes. told. And like you literally can change their whole life and their children's lives. Girl, you're so right. <laughs> like even yeah. for me growing up. Like yeah. I, you know, my parents never bought a yeah. property, so yeah. I've learned so much, you know, and I'm helping my mom actually get into her first house. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, what, what would you, as a lender, what are some, I know a lot of times from, for my people, like they're worried about their credit score. Mm-hmm. That's always like the first yep. thing. Well, what are some things that you can suggest for first time home buyers? Because yeah. I think a lot of times people are afraid to even try to get yeah. approved, you know? Well, uh, the big thing is you don't know what you don't know, right? right? So knowledge is legitimately power. Right. Um, so one of the things that we uh, specialize in is that we will actually have a consult with somebody, even if they're just thinking about it. Yeah. And we'll do what's called like a soft pull on their credit. So yes. it doesn't affect their credit score. Right. And then we can actually run them through software that will give them suggestions on Ooh. this is how you can bump your score up. This is some options that you have. Sometimes it's just as simple as opening up a secured credit card. Right. And charging like 10 bucks on it. Right. right. So, and then it also will break it down in, like as far as what the timeline is. Yeah. So now you're able to go from I have no idea how to start yes. to now at least, okay, I know what my credit score is. I know what I, if I have anything to work on. And then now I can work toward doing that. But maybe simultaneously, you're also saving for closing costs or down right. payment, or you're looking at a feed from your agent of houses that are, and you start to develop like more of a, a informed yes. decision mm-hmm. about what this actually looks like. Yeah. I mean, it's not HGTV, right? Right, you know? right, so, right. But we we love helping people figure out what's your path. I mean, I think that that is, is huge in itself because mm-hmm. a lot of lending companies don't offer that. Mm-hmm. For, so for 719 to offer that, it's like, first of all, just so listeners know, like that's not a free, like it's free to them, but yeah. it's not free to nope, the lending we pay company. For it. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So it, definitely you want to get in touch with Marquis so that you guys can do that pre-approval because 
like she said, having a plan, yeah. you know, and it's like anything in life. When you plan for something, yeah. you can't get to that goal if you don't have those steps. Yeah. Well, and you're going to attract more people in your life that are going to keep pushing you toward more knowledge, more understanding, more because you're starting, right? Amen. You're taking yeah. those steps. So Girl, you're it, so right. <laughs> like you have to surround yourself with those you people. Do, but yeah. it's, it's all mindset, right? Yes. So as soon as you're always, if you're sitting there always looking like, I can't do this. This is yeah. not possible for me. My family couldn't do this. Right. Maybe you can't do it today. Yeah. But maybe it's like a, a, a process. I have a client right now where like she, her goal is to live in Montrose with some land and yeah. whatever, all that kind of stuff. Well, she can't do that today. Right. But maybe we can look at doing this other property first. Right. Live in it for a little bit, build up some equity. I was like, so maybe you have a five-year plan versus right. that one-year plan that you're thinking. Right, right. So, but it's yeah. still a plan, right? Mm -hmm. So you didn't know before that. Yeah. And then we're going to follow up with you. So like, you're going to get your credit stuff going on like that. Yeah. I'll schedule, depending on what your timeline is, maybe we touch base weekly, maybe we're touching base monthly. Right. Are you finding any issues doing anything that was suggested, right. you know, yeah. is there somebody I can get you in touch with? Right. You know, and so yeah. it's just, it's Connections. just cool. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Man, that's really good advice. What, cause I know that 719 Lending also has strategies for home sellers. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about that or like yeah. what some things that sellers can do to, you know, be more strategic in selling their home yeah. in today's market? So obviously have a great real estate agent like yourself because you, you. <laughs> you have the the ability to do like the CMA and accurate CMAs right. to be able to give them an accurate understanding of how much they can profit, right? right? And then also if you have some FHA loans and some VA loans are actually assumable. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes that's an option to sort of get other buyers in, you know, but make sure you're talking to a lender if you're looking at doing that just to find out what those caveats are. And mm -hmm. sometimes it actually... Well, if it's VA, it's going to keep your eligibility right. tied up. Right. So if you're trying to use that, that may not be the best option for you, but sometimes it is, right? right. So it's just more information. Right. We also have a service for real estate agents for their listings. It's called MoveTube. Yeah. So it's an awesome service, but right now we're waiting on them to finish up their feed because they're having issues with connecting to our MLS okay. and having good images. Right. But it is in the works. It yeah. is coming. Um, and, and I've seen it. You showed it yeah, to me. Yeah. It's super cool. Right. Yeah. And so it has a lot of uh, potential to where, because I mean, we do like HGTV, so we right. like scrolling and watching yeah. pretty houses. Yeah. So yeah. it shows up on like a Roku device or different TVs or computers right. and you can just look at it. You can have your agent there, your face on there. Right. And then it talks about the property. Yeah. So it's a way of sort of searching and because a lot of people like to do it as a family, right? right so they right. want their kids Aww, to see, yeah. they want their spouses to see, maybe grandparents. Yeah. You can sit on the couch and watch them, you know? Right. So like, it's pretty cool. Like, oh, I like this about this house. Yes. And, you know, they're like, That's oh, cool. that'd be really cool. Yeah. So you so, guys are offering like options, like you said, mm -hmm. for the assumable loans. Yeah. Well, so marketing. we can't do the, the assumable. That's, oh, through, That's through their... The whoever holds the current oh, mortgage, right, right. So okay. they have to approve that person. Yeah. So it's not beneficial for me right. to, to tell you about it, but it's beneficial for the clients and right. for the seller, right? right? So okay. it's just something to consider uh, as an option when you're going to list your house. Right. Just to be clear, that way. Yeah. I can't help you with an assumable loan, but. Have you guys done a lot of assumable loans this um, year? Well, we don't. No. So we don't, because we don't service loans. Okay. Uh, so it's okay. through whoever the servicer is. Right, right. And so, but I have heard of several people 
doing them or looking into them. And a lot of people don't know that it's an option. Right. right. So that's it's just, true. It's just something because a lot of people like the interest rates that they have. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> that was like a hard thing fighting yeah, against. Yeah. 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 And then so. I actually I didn't do an assumable loan at all. Like I didn't work with anyone that did okay. last year. I mean, it was an option, but. Mm-hmm. Like you said, like with VA, mm-hmm. the eligibility was tied up. Or yeah, something. and it takes a little bit longer, and there's different things, you know, like that. But it's just nice for sellers to know, like, if they're in a situation where they have some flexibility, right? That could be a way of getting more traction, right? Just since it's a little bit slower, yeah. right? And the marketing so. is really nice that you guys mm-hmm. do too. So yeah. that's yeah. awesome. Okay, so share a time with us that that your knowledge in the mortgage world helped save a deal, essentially. Oh, okay. Yeah, story time. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the Vine things, right? Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I don't know. I don't know necessarily about when it saved a deal. Or or maybe something you felt really good about doing. Like like you said. Most of the ones that I do, I actually, I end up feeling. So there was, there's a specific client. It was a young couple. They were buying their first home. They didn't think that they could be approved or whatever. And I ended up being able to not only find them a down payment assistance program that could help, oh, nice. but we were able to close on the actual property that they wanted. We had to overcome some hurdles, so like it was a little bit of a a thing, because just side note, FHA, VA, like condos and things like that, mm. they only allow so many oh. in that like development oh. uh, to be financed with them. And so sometimes... I didn't know that. Yeah, so sometimes yeah. you don't know that initially, yeah. right? Um, and so a lot of listing agents will say that like it's VA or FHA approved but maybe they didn't find out if they've reached the cap or things like that right so that sort of happened on that situation but we were able to flip the loan type still get it done really um what did you flip it to so we went from fha to conventional okay and they still use the down payment assistance Uh on the conventional yeah wow so we have down payment assistance uh that you can use for fha or conventional right and so it was like down to the wire it was like more of a stressful transaction Um, but it was one of those where I was actually able to generate respect from the listing agent and the buyer's agent because of the way that I communicated and told them what exactly we were dealing with right because we have a seller over there that's sort of freaking out wondering if it's actually going to happen right right and then the listing agent is trying to calm the seller down you know there's a lot of emotions everything's on fire yeah exactly (laughs) yeah but it's being able to be like a safe space for the people to have all of the emotions yeah and then be able to be like okay here's what our steps are here's what we can control right now here's what we're waiting on right and let's figure out like how do we wait well (laughs) <laughs> that, honestly, that says a lot about your character. Mm-hmm. Because if, if you can be the calm during a storm, yeah. especially in our business, oh, like, yeah. that's awesome. Well, you have to be. Yeah, you have to be. <laughs> but some people are not, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. Everyone handles stress differently, yeah. I think. But it's really cool because I don't think you and I have really been able to sit down and talk like no, this. No, you know? I know. Yeah. It's great. So I can, like, really see your personality because it's very similar to what I do, yeah. you know? Everyone else is always freaking out. But, like, mm-hmm. I have four kids, so <laughs> there's nothing you can do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that will bring me over the edge. You know? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. But it's also like when you do have the more stressful days, I feel like that's even when it's more important to be communicating. Be like, yes. hey, I'm not in my best state of mind right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so could you give me just like 10 minutes yeah. to like just, okay. But to and people will usually give you a pass well, when you're yeah. honest, you know. Well, and just to communicate that, right? Because we put like such an expectation on Yeah 
each other and ourselves of like always maintaining this perfect persona. Yes. Right. Um, it's not realistic. Yeah. So like, even though, yeah, I am definitely one of the more calm people and calm during the storm, but some days like I really want to dig it myself into a hole. Right. And hide. (laughs) And just hide, (laughs) you know? And that's usually when you have more stuff happen. Right. And so just be able to communicate and be like, Hey, I appreciate you bringing this to my attention. Yeah. I'm going to call you back because I need just a minute. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Because yeah. I don't want to respond poorly. Right. Yeah. Right. Totally. Do you think so. that your parenting skills are, are similar to oh, your... percent. Yeah. So more story for you. Yes. Um, when my daughter was uh, five, we initially put her into public school. Yeah. Right? And then she was like probably three months into it. And so she's a very unique person. She yeah. loved Spider-Man. She loved Aww. the color blue. Like yeah. she was like a tomboy type thing. And the school that she was in, there was a lot of like the more preppy type kids right. at five years old. I don't know. But yeah. so their hair is done a certain way. Mm. There's styles a certain way. All That's those type hard. of things. Right. Yeah. Um, and they were very vocal about the fact that she was not like them. Like them. Mm-hmm. Right. And I started to see her personality sort of get tweaked. Oh. And. My mama bar- bear uh, heart came out. Yeah. And I was like, mm, yeah. I don't think so. No, yeah. no, 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 no. So we ended up pulling her out and I homeschooled her. Oh, good so for you. So I homeschooled her and then my son was born and ended up homeschooling him. So yeah. I homeschooled them all the way to like 2021. 20, oh my gosh. Um, I love <laughs> you. This is the podcast. <laughs> Because that's what I'm doing right now with my kids at home, you yeah, know, like yeah. they're, you know, homeschooling. But yes, continue. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, and at the time, so my daughter obviously almost being 16, yeah. it was a while ago. At the time, it wasn't as socially acceptable. Right, right. Right. So I still had a lot of the stigma to overcome from family and friends yeah. and just society. Yeah. And it was really, really hard to, because, but in my heart, I knew. Yeah. Like, this, this is, is what right I decision. needed to do. This is how I needed to be able to support my kids to where they got to be who God made them to be. Exactly. Right? In and a like, safe space. Yeah, and yeah. not be part of, like, just, un- I don't know. I didn't want them to change. They were right. so, like, malleable that I just, I didn't want to sacrifice that. And that's not an option for everybody. Right, right. So it's not meant to be, like, judgment or anything like that. Because yeah. they're, they're in public school now. Right. Like, you know, um, but it was... Especially was, when they're young. It was just something really on my heart. Like, right. I, I was like, I have to do this. Yeah. Um, I don't know how we're going to do it all the time, but yeah. this is what I have to do. Yeah. Um, and so we homeschooled them. And then when we moved here, I homeschooled them for a little bit still. And then I, I had to get a job. Yeah. And um, so that's when I got into real estate and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I couldn't, like, manage both. Right. Right. Because they were at the stage now where it was like way more involved schooling right right. um because i it it is but it isn't right so they're sort of self-led but there's more things that they have to go do right right and so i we ended up finding them a really cool school um and they're doing great in it and it ended up being awesome for them because my whole thing in the back of my mind was am i teaching them enough are they learning enough Mm -hmm. like all the kind of stuff they were actually so far ahead. I was about to say, they usually are. It was fantastic. Yeah, right? they usually are. Because and, they can learn at their own level. And it was know? great. Mm-hmm. And so my son got to go through those years of, because he's 
very active, you yeah. know, everything, like a normal little boy. Right. And he doesn't like to sit still, so yeah. he would be, like, laying upside down on the couch yeah. or whatever, reading yeah. something. And so it gave him that flexibility to keep his boyness or right. his activity activeness yeah intact and it was uh it was just it was really rewarding um and so but that was a big part in even the way that I what showed up was I was always a place of calmness yeah a place of like you can tell me whatever yeah maybe I need a little bit to process what you just asked me before I answer it because you know some questions are a little bit harder than others yeah we took the approach of like experiencing like everything so Mm -hmm. We have faith. Um, yeah. And, but I. You can talk about faith on this podcast. That's totally cool. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Sometimes you never know, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't sure. But we exposed them to all of the religions. Yeah. So I wanted them to come from a place of empathy and yes. understanding for all of them because it's like just because you grow up one way. Right doesn't mean that the way that somebody else grew up is necessarily bad if it doesn't right. like line up to the way that you believe yeah but they grew up that way so the way you feel about your belief is the way they feel about their belief right and you can't just sit there and tell them or judge it. someone for it yeah exactly yeah. and then just you know write them off so it Man, was and you created some <laughs> awesome kids they, they uh, are awesome but it was definitely like I relied on God a lot. Yes, girl. I have like a prayer closet in my office. Literally a closet. I was like, please. My prayer was always like, don't let me screw them up. I know. Please let them be okay after this. Because like everything that happens, you're like, is that going to be like a traumatic event for them for the rest of their lives? Well, and that's been sort of like the struggle now, right? And we're getting a little bit off topic. But like I've gone through a divorce now and like, you know, different things like that. And so it's been challenging yeah because I'm not with them all the time I'm not like the only influence now and different things like that their dad is great and we co-parent well yeah it's just different Mm -hmm. you know and then they have a lot of feelings and less control a little bit but they're also getting older right Right. so like it sort of goes together it's like if I've done my job well Mm -hmm. at this stage you should be developing more and more solo tendencies right because I'm supposed to be getting you ready to move out. You're right. And You've done so, all the hard work in the early yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. And so this is this is what I'm here to do for them as a parent. Right. Like, give you the tools. Yeah. Give you the ability to be confident to go out on your own. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I totally. I don't think there's any better accomplishment than that. So. Yeah. Dude, you're so right. That's <laughs> awesome. And now you have a successful mortgage business, yeah, you know, yep. and you're lending and helping people in that way. Yep. So that's awesome. And and like you said, you know, your kids are older, so mm-hmm. they're able to go off on their own and do their own thing. Yeah. I, I've heard that maybe mortgage rates are starting to trickle down. I know that this is kind of like a broad question that I don't want to take up too much of your time. Oh. But you hear a lot about like mm-hmm. feds lowering rates and yep. stuff. And there's a lot that goes into that. But yep. feds don't directly control the mortgage rates right nope. okay <laughs> maybe you can give us like a snapshot yeah, of that we'll yeah we'll do we'll do a 30 second thing here for you so like the fed fund rate is the rate that banks charge each other to have liquidity right so that's what's happening there so the trickle effect is what we as consumers experience okay right so a lot of the time when you see or hear about rates on the news or on the internet things like that they are usually factoring in about a point and buy down Okay. There's always like the fine print where they have to disclose that. Right. Um, but you just don't see it initially. Mm. 
So if they're telling you it's a 5.6, you can probably assume that it's more of like a 6.6 oh, okay. as the normal. Okay. So And is it like nationwide or does every state vary? Um, it's nationwide. Okay. So Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are pretty much like, so that's how we are able to determine what that cost is right. for that rate for each consumer. Mm-hmm. Um, so your credit score comes into play. And then also like, that's why there's not really a calculation on like if you were to go from let's say 6.25 to 6.5 mm-hmm. it doesn't cost x amount of dollars from the 6.5 to the 6.725 oh, it, it varies because right. it's on the secondary market fannie mae and freddie mac are buying those mortgages mm-hmm. right so if they have too many in this certain pool or interest rate mm-hmm. they're going to charge you more for it because they don't really want you to have it i see so then they'll give you their credit or things like that so right. it's 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 a weird thing. It always comes across that we're um, trying to pull somebody's leg. I know. Everyone always <laughs> says that. And you're like, yeah. yeah. It's like, no, no, no. I can send me. you like the, the rate stack. Like, yeah. this is literally what I'm looking at. But and it's so, hard for the public to understand that, I think. Exactly. Because there's so many factors. Well, that's why you need somebody who's actually going to be able to explain it to right. you and show you and be like, okay, this is actually what it looks like. Right, right. Because so. a lot of times, too, like, you know, one lender will say, okay, this is the rate I can get you. Mm-hmm. And then another lender will say something different. Mm-hmm. And is that, I, you know, I hear that, like, maybe some mortgage lenders are brokers so mm-hmm. they have different options they do have different options so we're, we're a broker and so it also depends on the, the actual lender so they can have different overlays or mm. different costs that are factored in and one of the things to look at usually is actually the apr okay so if you look at what your rate is and then the apr if it's substantially higher there's a lot of fees that are factored into that mm. um, and so that's how you actually were get able to get this lower rate I see so it just depends and it is different from lender to lender because you have different factors in there um, right. and whether or not they charged you underwriting or if you're paying for that outside of it or if they're charging you for the cost or you know there's different yeah. things right yeah so definitely shop around right. um, because everybody has different things that they're able to offer right um but brokers are usually able to find something right right better so. than maybe other a lot ones. of times yeah yeah sometimes real retail people have different factors in or a little bit more flexibility on some things mm-hmm. so it just depends. Do you guys, are you able to do like manual underwriting too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay, cool. Because I actually, <laughs> I won't say the builder's name, but <laughs> I had a bad experience with their lending company. Aww. Yeah. I, and it was, it was like, you know, because VA, I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong too, mm-hmm. but with, with a VA loan, you know, they, they're moving to this state and mm-hmm. they, they know what they're paying. Everything is going to be in this state. Mm-hmm. And the other lender was trying to tell me that they have to wait till they get to Colorado and start their job and everything before hmm. they can get approved for that. I would have to see what that actual situation is. Cause right. sometimes there could be something hidden that maybe they didn't bring up. Right. Um, right. So most of the times if you have, a, I can't remember what the forum's called right now, but saying that they like have orders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Orders right. to move here. That's yeah. usually all we need. Yeah. But I don't know if there was another caveat, so I don't want to speak poorly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, we were able to get it done. You know, we, Good. we yeah. And so, but yeah, <laughs> not my favorite. Building. Yeah, we can, we can do manual underwrites and then uh, we have, you know, many different options. So yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Totally. Okay. Well, give us some piece of advice for, for moms who are also mm. entrepreneurs. Okay. Cause you spoke a lot about like a lot of stuff that really is near to my heart. Really? Mm-hmm. Like I'm, yeah. I'm blown away. Honestly, I'm really blown away by you Marquise because we Aww. only have small interactions. Yeah. You know, we never, yeah. you know, we've talked a little bit about personal stuff, but we never yeah. get like in depth. Right. So when you sat down and you just started 
bringing yourself, I was like, holy crap, this girl <laughs> is it. Like, Aww. why? You'll have, I would love to have you back again course, to talk about like yeah. more mom stuff. But Oh, uh, it's my favorite topic. Oh, honestly. good. I'm glad because yes. I was like, okay, mortgage things. What are we going to do? No, no. I, I am first and foremost a mom. I love uh, it. You know, so it's pretty great. Yeah, I, would, I totally need to have you back on because yeah, that was it. awesome. But yeah, what can you tell, um, yeah. you know, some words of encouragement for women who, you know, might go through similar stuff that you went through or? Yeah. So I actually got some of the best advice um, that I've actually applied to multiple areas of my life now from a managing broker at one of the uh, agent or broker shops that I was at. Right. And she said that you can't see things in black and white. Yeah. Like sometimes there is gray. And I mean, what I mean by that is that we have ideals or different things that we're trying to obtain Mm -hmm. or we're trying to strive for. Right. So everybody thinks that a mom should be X, Y, Z. Right. You should have like you should either be a stay at home mom. Yeah. Or you're a working mom. But there's not really an in between, right? Right. So entrepreneurial moms, you're the in between, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And so your, the way that your life is set up is going to be completely different than maybe even somebody else who's in the same industry as right. you. But it works for your family, right? Your kids are taken care of. Your husband or your partner, or whoever it yeah. is, is taken care of. You're taking care of yourself. You're finding ways of fitting in things for yourself, things for them, things for work, all that kind of stuff. But you're showing up. Yeah. Right. And so that's all that we can ever do. Yeah. And give yourself grace. Yeah. You know, and like as cliche as that sounds like you have to give yourself grace because you literally can't do everything. Yeah. There's going to be some events that you can't show up to for your kids and they're going to be really upset about it. They're going to be bummed. You're going to figure out a way either to be at the next one right. or just show them like you're still loved. Right, right. And this is why I couldn't do it because I'm doing X, Y, Z. Right. And that's okay. Yeah. Like you you can only do what you can do. Right. Um, so that would probably be the advice I've haven't had to give to myself because I, I hold myself to a very high standard yeah. of um, parenting um, and in work. Right. So um, it's been able to find that balance um that is sometimes very uh, it feels unattainable yeah um but grace is definitely the leading factor in that i love that i so. love the you know outlook on black and white and white and being like in the gray yeah yeah and giving yourself grace that's like my motto yeah yesterday i sat in my sweatpants all day and i was mm-hmm. like i'm gonna give myself grace today because yeah. i am a little tired so <laughs> <laughs> well but that's listening to your body though too right yeah. like because you can't like they do the whole thing if you can't give from an empty cup right so like how do you fill that up like is it meditation is it whatever like what are those things and sometimes it's actually just being in where you have your gifts right so it's like that's able to replenish your cup as well yeah sometimes it's not just normal excuse me like self-care type stuff right right so Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for, for having coming me. In. Of yeah. course. Well, definitely have to have you another time. I would love it. Thanks again, Marquise. I appreciate it. No problem. <laughs>